0: Uh, and I meant to say this earlier, the subject matter today, you might want to flip in your Bibles and look at 1 Thessalonians. We send out an email letting families know, uh, families, we want to empower you to make the decisions of when your kids hear about certain things, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the things that happen in a marriage, okay? So if, if you're not really ready to chat through that with your kids, you can slip out while I'm praying, that'll be totally fine. I um, want to introduce this section in First Thessalonians chapter 4 by reminding you kind of where we've been. The series we're calling Authentic Church, we've looked at what real spiritual transformation looks like in the life of a church. So if you have a Bible, go ahead and open it up to First Thessalonians. We'll be in chapter 4 today. And if you don't have a Bible, there are some Bibles under the chairs. We'd love for you to grab one of those and open up to page 987. We'll be in chapter 4 this morning. Um, and what I'm going to do is, just because I know some might want to slip out, you may not want to hear the subject today, I'm going to pray for our time before I read the text. I usually have this habit of reading the text and then pray. I'm going to pray now, uh, and then we'll go back to introducing and reading the text. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you for your word, and we believe that you speak to us through your word, and that you speak to us with the authority and relevance of Jesus himself. And so we pray that as we look at your word in 1 Thessalonians 4, that we would hear you well. We would listen to you, that we would see ourselves as sitting at the feet of Jesus, that you would strengthen us by your spirit, and you'd open our minds, and you help us to grow in you, and we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. So this week, as we look at chapter four, this is a transition in this Authentic Church series, a transition in the book of First Thessalonians. I'm calling it this week, Authentic Holiness. There's a charge, two different words are used, sanctification and holiness, So four English words that are basically all from the same Greek roots. We just need to clarify that up front. We've got saint and sanctification, right? A saint is not just someone that the church has declared holy, but a saint in the New Testament is anyone that belongs to Jesus. So a saint in Greek is a holy one. That's what a saint is, a holy person, a holy one, and we're made holy by Jesus. So anybody that belongs to Jesus is a saint by the Bible's definition. Uh, It's not always how we use it, right? But that's how the Bible uses the word. And then sanctification is our ongoing process of being uh, more saintly or more holy. So that word sanctification is in the text today. And then the word holy, which literally means to be set apart, to be holy, to be more like God, to be different, not just...